0: Hello there, listeners. Thank you for continuing to join us as we continue celebrating 20 years of the Gilman Scholarship. It's me, Sarah Murray, and if you can't already tell, we are doing things a little differently this month on the Agamon Podcast. We have asked a Gilman alumnus to take the reins today as most of these amazing stories and Gilman journeys are sometimes best told from the scholars themselves, and today we'll be doing just that. However, one thing that will probably never change is our friendly reminder. So please make sure you are subscribed to the Gilman podcast and have left a review on what you're loving most about the show thus far. But okay, that's enough for me. Now, please take it away. Daniela Castro, Gilman alumna of summer 2017. Gilman scholars, this is your captain speaking. Get ready for takeoff. Howdy folks, my name is Daniela Castro. This year marks 20 years of the Gilman Scholarship Program and this month, Gilman is focusing on how the program has impacted and created communities for individuals such as alumni, just like myself. I have the pleasure of kicking off this storytelling series that will highlight Gilman scholars and alumni ambassador stories from abroad and beyond. Now, my current bio was heavily shaped by my time abroad, so I'm going to allow my story to kind of reveal the details of my background. So without further ado, allow me to tell you about my personal journey from Café Olé to Java. I studied French on the Gilman Scholarship in Paris, France, summer of 2017 at L'Institut Catholique de Paris, which is French for the Catholic Institute of Paris. And wow, it was incredible. I decided actually to pursue a major in French in addition to my math major, which was Biomathematics when I started college, because of how much I fell in love with the French culture and language. Their quality of food was impeccable. Their dedication to sound, architecture, and green spaces is unparalleled. Every sentence, really, in French, when I was there, was like hearing a beautiful song that I just wanted to learn the lyrics to so I could sing along. It's a beautiful language. Um, I was really hooked, but I wanted to go back and I did uh, as an exchange student to Grenoble, France and I was so grateful to have received my second degree, uh, a Bachelor of Arts in French after I graduated from Florida State in 2019. how my math skills really increased after my time abroad, Um, both times, because there's something about being completely independent in another country that teaches you how to problem solve and navigate in all things with greater ease. I will tell you that the first time I went to France, I was actually the very first person to get there after a nearly 24-hour flight because I stopped in Reykjavik, Iceland, and I think Miami too. Go figure, you gotta go down to go up. And so I really was alone in a foreign country. That was my first time outside of the US by myself. It was so difficult. And then I decided I just wanna make it even more difficult on myself because this exchange program that I did in Grenoble, I was the first person of my university to be to represent. So I was responsible for figuring out what class resulted in, how many credits. I was living in an apartment by myself. So really, I had to navigate through a lot. And of course, I look back with extreme gratitude, but my math skills increased because math is based on logic and really being on your own makes you think logically very quickly. Math and French were really just the perfect couple. Much of math that we use today was created by French mathematicians, uh, Descartes, Pascal, Poincaré, Guillaume de la Portale. So yeah, it was great to see that the things and people I learned from in textbooks were inspired and lived in the place that I was studying abroad. So before I continue to go down a rabbit hole, allow me to backtrack a little because my career goals when I started college looked completely different from when I graduated. Upon returning to the States from Paris in 2017, per the Gilman Scholarship Program, I completed my follow-on service project at my university's College of Medicine. There, I explained the importance of healthcare professionals to learn a foreign language to help make more accurate diagnoses. My thought behind this was, with a large number of our citizens having a native language outside of English, a healthcare professional being able to speak a few words of their language most of the time results in higher trust. And that results in higher information exchange, right? Think about your best friend when you Um, talk to them, you spill everything because you trust them. And so higher information exchange to me means more data and more data means a more informed decision. So why did I pick University's College of Medicine to give my follow-on service project? Well, the medical world was my life at that time. I was in the Honors Medical Scholars Program, which means I was in a direct connect program from getting my bachelor's to getting my M.D. So I was just being bred for medical school. Um, And obviously I started to have a little bit of doubt the first time I went abroad because I was like, oh my gosh, things that exist outside of everything I thought I already knew about the world. So when I hit junior year and I had all of my prereqs done, I mean my MCAT and nine grueling hours of staring at a screen and going over things from biochem to orgo to um, basic chem, psych, social psych, everything in between. I also had my recs gathered, my personal statement, and I just couldn't hit the submit button. That probably was the hardest decision of my life. It felt like the end of the world. Um, I really felt ashamed to not follow through. Coming from an immigrant family, I think um, they had a dream of their children becoming lawyers and doctors because for people like my mom who came from Honduras and my dad's side who came from Cuba, um, getting medical care was not easy. So for their child to be able to provide that to others was such an incredible opportunity that they wanted me to take on. And so I felt so bad, like I was letting them down, everyone around me down. But I must say, the Gilman Scholarship really gave me support to follow my dreams of studying languages and not in the traditional sense of the word. Studying languages, I feel like, always has this maybe negative connotation. Well, There are a number of very important languages besides math and French and like Mandarin, um, everything in between. And one of those happens to be computer science that I was very much drawn to. After I made that decision, I decided to start my transition outside of medicine through the Teach for America program in Dallas, Texas. So I taught Calc and Pre-Calc to seniors so great to make beautiful relationships with students. So it was because of this program and studying French that I was able to apply for Code with Classy and land the position of teaching code over the summer. I had some background from my math degree but it was really Code with Classy that just truly exposed my love of computer programming and learning code And I realized that the whole reason I enjoyed it was because it was exactly like learning French. When you learn a new language, you have to strip a language down to the bare bones um, and learn the parts of speech. And that's the same way that creating a website requires you to think of it like nouns, adjectives, and verbs, where nouns is the HTML portion, where you're creating the body of a website. CSS is the adjectives, where you're adding style to your website. And JavaScript is the verbs, which is adding functionality to your website. So in many ways, computer programming directly parallels learning a language. And it included just everything I learned or adored, like problem solving. Um, This is the reason why I started to go into learning just computer science on my own outside. And then now I'm actually pursuing a master's in electrical engineering. It was a little bit of a pivot, but what I decided was that I wanted to find a degree that combined computer programming as well as some building, because for those of you who don't know me, I love to build everything. So hopefully you didn't get too bored by the twists and turns of my life story, because it is vital that you hear someone to tell you to do what you're good at, and then you will be happy. Growing up, Everyone says, do what makes you happy. So, what I'm telling you is that doing what makes us happy is a little bit backwards because there's only one of you. That means that your skill set is unique and you have work that is specifically tailored to you. So, when you do what you're good at, you will do what makes you happy. Um, So I really encourage you to take the first step and study abroad with Gilman. Maybe you're exactly like me and have this like 10 year plan and you actually stuck to it, unlike me, Uh, or you're like me and have this incredible rabbit hole of things that happen that lead you to the next thing. But whatever it is that you are doing with your plan, take the first step and study abroad with the Gilman, because. You'll be glad that you did, and you will learn a number of things in the process while studying abroad. I hope you enjoyed hearing how the Gilman Scholarship and going on an exchange changed my life, and hopefully you're inspired to do the same. If you're interested in reading more stories like mine, check out the Gilman Global Experience blog, now available on gilmanscholarship.org. If you are interested in connecting with me and learning more about my journey abroad, you can connect with me via LinkedIn. You can connect with me via email, Daniela D A N I E L A D C, and then my last name Castro C A S T R at gmail.com or Instagram at Danny underscore girl. Girl is spelled as G-E-R-L. So don't forget to connect with the Gilman Scholarship on all social media platforms. And I am thoroughly appreciative of the time you took to spend with me today. So y'all have a great day and take care of yourselves.